What's up, guys? Welcome into the Modern Christian Dudes Podcast. It's just going to be me, Jeremiah Johnson, flying solo on this one. You know, I mean, I have hopes and dreams of becoming a full-time professional podcaster, but for right now, I have this secondary job. Well, it's not my secondary job. It's my primary job. I'm the pastor of Grace Point Church in Carthage, Missouri. It's a great job, an awesome job. I love it. But that means uh, that has to take priority. I'm sorry, sometimes over uh, even the modern Christian dudes, it has to take priority over that podcast. So anyway, the last couple of weeks, we've had stuff going on and bouncing around here and there. And then I was uh, in uh, Springfield, Missouri for some pastoral meetings and Anyway, so I was like, we got to get one in the books here because all the modern Christian dudes across the world are like, bro, you need to be consistent. Where's the where's the pod at? Where's the episode? Uh, you know, so thank you. Thank you to all of you modern Christian dudes that hang with us on the podcast. We really appreciate it. And we want to keep making episodes. It's something we're committed to. And yes, just as much as every once in a while, we do get busy and may, maybe lag here or there. We've been pretty consistent. So thank you. Like, share, and subscribe to the Modern Christian Dudes podcast. And uh, shout out to Funko Pop Greg Walden. I am, ooh, speaking of that, I'm working on a, a world premiere soundtrack for uh, intro music for Funko Pop Greg Walden. I will probably most likely have that on our next episode. Got all the lyrics. We got the music ready to go. So we just got to, you know, work through that in the studio a little bit and, and get the tracks all ready to go. We'll release that one to you. So praise God for that. And man, coming off a, a busy couple weeks and I'm going to continue to be busy. I'm going to be in Dallas, Texas, this upcoming weekend for Christian Wrestling Federation. Uh, you know, our guy, Leckley Sheppens, AKA Kelly Stevens. We uh, were last year, we went to Christian Wrestling Federation. We kind of made our debut, if you will. We got in the ring, had a little interview. Some bad guys came in, beat us up and threw us out of the ring. But technically, technically, yes, we were for a moment. Uh, professional wrestlers. It was awesome. So I'm going back there because in our local area here of Carthage, Missouri, June 4th and 5th, we're going to have two nights of pro wrestling with the Christian Wrestling Federation. If you are in the area, please come check it out. June 4th and 5th. That's a Friday and a Saturday, both nights, 7 p.m. It's a free event. That's going to be really, really cool. So, all right, guys, enough of that. You ready to dive into the Modern Christian Dudes podcast, talk about what's coming up? Uh, in our lives, our culture, because we are dudes talking new sports and God, we encourage, we, we, we exist to encourage all the modern Christian dudes all across the entire planet, the entire globe in one day, even Mars, uh, there will be modern Christian dudes in Mars, maybe, or something like that. All right, here we go, guys, let's get it started. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to get it right out of the way so I can just be relieved, released of this burden that I've been carrying. I'm going to have to do something that I never thought I would do in my lifetime, a, a confession, if you will. And, and I'm going to have to, for the next couple minutes, I'm going to have to throw Buffalo Wild Wings under the bus. Okay, here's the backstory. All right, Jeremiah Johnson gets saved. In the fall of 1996, North Central University college days, I give my life to Jesus Christ. And subsequently, then the next year, when I graduate in 1997, I go to North Central University. And one of the beautiful things I'm introduced to in downtown Minneapolis, where I was going to school at, was not far from us, was the University of Minnesota, this little place called Dinkytown, where college kids go, go and hang out. I was introduced to heaven or what seemed to be heaven. It was called B-dubs, Buffalo 
Wild Wings. And we would go there on Tuesday nights because, you know, like when old people talk about how cheap gas used to be. Okay. Well, back, you know, I, I, I do it differently. I do it in terms of how much buffalo wings used to cost back in the day. So anyway, Tuesday nights, buffalo wings, 25 cents a piece, wing night. And I was sold. And so ever since then, uh, I've been eating at Buffalo Wild Wings. So, you know, the last 20 years of my life, I've been eating at Buffalo Wild Wings. I love it. A special place in my heart. I've ate better wings. There have been other wing places that, you know, edged them out just a little bit, but still special place in my heart. Those, those flavors, spicy garlic, jam and jalapeno, uh, teriyaki, you know, the medium, the hot, the traditional, uh, the hottest one. I'm forgetting what it is. I've ate that one before. I don't like that one. Uh, I can handle it, but I don't like it. So, so many good flavors, so many good memories, but what is happening? Buffalo Wild Wings. I hope that you are listening to this podcast. I thought it was just where I lived at. So in our area, Joplin, Missouri, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings that I've been going to the past three years, nearly three years that I've lived in Southwest Missouri. And every time I go there, I've had horrible service. Not good. I mean, not detrimentally horrible, but you know, bad, you know, like one time I went there and here's one story I share is one time I went there and it was taking forever to get seated. And we sat down and then, uh, finally <laughs> take forever to get drinks and got a Mountain Dew. And, you know, they always give you like way too much ice. So I slurped down that glass of Mountain Dew and ready for a refill because we're waiting for food. We're just waiting. Come on, help us out Buffalo Wild Wings. And so I walk over to the drink station and fill it up myself. And as soon as I do that, a guy pops around the corner, sir, what are you doing back here? You can't be back here. And I said something very rude. Okay. And in all honesty, I said, well, if you would refill my drink, I wouldn't have to come over here and do it myself. I didn't yell at him. I was just like, bro, if you're not going to fill up, refill my Mountain Dew, then I'm going to, okay, I need a drink. So that was uh, my story there. And so I was like, it's just got to be this Buffalo Wild Wings, right? And so anyway, this last week I was in Springfield, Missouri. I go to the, I had a couple of gift cards for my birthday. Here's two things. I'm trying to get the story all laid out correctly. Number one, I did go to the Buffalo Wild Wings uh, in Joplin, Missouri a couple weeks ago to use one of my gift cards. And I went there and there's like nobody in the parking lot. I'm like, wow, it's not very busy today. Then I walk up to the door, I pull on the door, it doesn't open. Then I look up and see a sign on the door that says, hey, due to our lack of employees, we are not open during lunch hour anymore, only like four to 11 p.m. I was like, what? This is this this is going downhill. This is not good. How am I supposed to exist in life without any Buffalo Wild Wings? Okay, I'm rambling now. You can, <laughs> Okay, then number two, I go to Springfield, Missouri. I'm like, okay, cool. I got one more gift card. I'm gonna use it at this Buffalo Wild Wings. I walk in. No one's helping me. No one's sitting me down. It's just, you know, I, I am, my heart is breaking. The guy's like, oh, sir, you can go sit in the bar. I'm like, I don't want to sit in the bar. Just give me a table or a booth. I don't want to sit in the bar. Well, anyway, he says, well, you have to, you know, sit back in the bar area because due to our lack of employees, we're only able to have that section open right now. Ah, and then my food takes forever. All that to say is here's what I'm mad at. Not so much. I am mad at Buffalo Wild Wings. Please send me a gift card. Uh, to reimburse me for, you know, my pain struggle. And then here's what's happening is like this unemployment uh, benefits. There's so many people that it, I think they make more money with unemployment benefits right now than there's tons of people. This is happening in restaurants. Uh, local restaurant we have called Miss Arcos in our, our city of Carthage. I talked to the owner the other day. He's like, yeah, I can't hire people because some of the people I'm trying to hire, I'm paying $14 an hour, but they don't want to work because the employee benefits, they're getting paid more. 
being unemployed than being employed. So this is affecting everything. It's, aff it's affecting, I'm getting worked up. It's affecting Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not happy about this, okay, modern Christian dudes. So if you have, uh, have experienced a bad experience at Buffalo Wild Wings within the last year or two, I am sorry. They are better than that. And I'm calling them out and I'm calling them to a higher standard. I'm not saying we're protesting. I'm not saying I'm never going to eat there again. I'm just saying I want you can do better Buffalo Wild Wings. I want you to do better because I am committed to this relationship. I am committed. I'm not leaving you. Listen, divorce is not an option for Jeremiah Johnson and Buffalo Wild Wings. You got this Buffalo Wild Wings. Step up your game. Get it better. Get it right. I'm slamming the table. I'm worked up right now. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I feel I feel better about myself. Okay. That's what I feel. I feel like Greg Walden in the morning when he does that. That's what I feel like. Okay. <laughs> All right. Modern Christian dudes. There's my rant, my epic rant. How many of you can relate to me today? Let's dive into it. Dudes talking to you, sports and God. Okay. Let's go to some happy thoughts now. All right. Goldfish. How many of you loved goldfish? Okay. All right. Got good news for you. If you love the goldfish and you love the hot sauce, look at this. Goldfish teams up with Frank's Red Hot for limited edition spicy crackers. How to win a free bag. Goldfish is spiking, spicing up its smiling fish shaped crackers. The Pepperidge Farm brand teamed up with Frank's Red Hot for a limited edition snack. Goldfish Frank's Red Hot Crackers. The fish will swim into stores nationwide in May. Officials with parent company Campbell's Snack shared exclusively with USA Today. The number one requested flavor for goldfish was hot and spicy. Janda Lucan, Campbell Snack's chief marketing officer, told USA Today, noting the company received more than 35,000 requests, we wanted to bring the heat up with an, an unexpected partnership between Goldfish and Franks that fans will love when Goldfish hinted on social media that a new flavor would be announced Tuesday. Many guessed it would be a hot flavor. So there you go. How about that, guys? Frank's Red Hot Goldfish coming in May. I'm stoked about that. I Number one, I love hot. I love spicy. I'm a, I'm a Frank's Red Hot fan, and uh, I've, I, I noticed that I've used it more and more lately. I like it with eggs, breakfast, you know, sausage, that kind of thing. It, it is a very good wing flavor. So there are some restaurants that use Frank's Red Hot for their wings. Good sauce. So super good move here by Goldfish. I don't really eat Goldfish often, but you know, it's, I have kids, so they, they get goldfish or sometimes we get the whales at the Dollar Tree. So not a huge fan of goldfish, but I like the goldfish. And I'm, when I see this, when I see the bag of goldfish, Frank's red hot sauce, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to buy it. It is going to be awesome. Here we go. Well, you know that uh, your boy, Jeremiah Johnson loves Elon Musk. And so I got a couple Elon Musk news items here. The first one, this will be interesting. Elon Musk is going to host Saturday Night Live. This is controversial. I'm actually kind of surprised that um, a lot of people are not fans of this. But if you're wondering what on earth, um, what on Mars Musk is doing hosting SNL, you're not alone. Uh, Elon Musk, excuse me, usually hosts Swing By Studio 8H as part of a promotion tour for an upcoming release of a movie, television show, a Super Bowl win. But here we go. Elon Musk is coming and is going to be on May 8th, I believe is when is I was trying to find here on the notation here when that is going to be. But Elon Musk coming to SNL along with guess who? Miley Cyrus. What a beautiful combination there. Miley Cyrus and Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk is very interesting. He's one of those guys that he likes the limelight. He likes the spotlight. 
just as much as he loves being an entrepreneur, just as much as he loves being a billionaire, I think he's one of those guys, if he said, if you asked him, hey, Elon, would you rather be rich or famous? I'm being both, man. I am being both. And he really is. He is an interesting personality. Uh, what's kind of interesting for Elon Musk, I'm not saying this to put him down, but uh, he, you, can, you can, if you go back to his early days, he was way nerdier. So you can tell he's tried to change his clothing to be more stylish. You can see back in the day, he was you know, balding, like, you know, I, I'm experiencing hair loss. Okay. I'll confess, but, um, you can tell he had a hair transplant and he's trying to, you know, be cool now and everything. He's trying to be Tony Stark. He's trying to be Iron Man, trying to be Tony Stark. And he is basically our modern day Iron Man, Tony Stark. Well, anyway, he's going to host SNL. That'll be interesting what they do with that. I mean, he's not, uh, he has stood with conservatives on ideology and business and things like that. And I think that's why uh, some on the left or liberals don't like him at times. So I just think that'll be interesting. I will not watch the show. I probably might grab a couple highlights off of YouTube, but no way am I going to watch the whole show because SNL is just not wholesome. I don't encourage it as a modern Christian dude. I, I confess I probably will just snag a couple YouTube highlights there, but uh, definitely have no desire either to uh, see Miley Cyrus. There we go. Okay. This, this next one, that was interesting, but this next one is very, very interesting. What happens when Titans clash? Uh, this, I guess, could potentially be an upcoming UFC fight, cage match, steel cage match down the road. Listen to this. Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin protest NASA's 2.9 billion moon contract with SpaceX. Jeff Bezos, uh, who's the owner of, um, uh, Amazon, excuse me, I should know that. Space company Blue Origin is fighting NASA's decision to award SpaceX, Elon's company, $2.9 billion uh, to land astronauts on the moon by 2024. NASA's human landing system program, which funded the development of three rival lunar lander prototypes, was expected to pick two of those landers in April. But NASA opted for just one SpaceX's starship Woo, yeah that's that's a good shot right there because of a short funding from congress blue origins 175 page protest 175 page pro that's a book filed with the government accountability office less than two weeks after spacex won the contract accuses nasa of misjudging several parts of its proposal for blue moon the lunar landing it's developing with a national team of established space and defense contractors northrop Grumman, Lockheed Martin, and Draper. NASA announced its decision to pick SpaceX's Starship rocket system on April 16th, citing the spacecraft's proposed cost and cargo capacity as key reasons for beating both Blue Origin and Dynetics, the third company bidding for the contract. Under the contract, NASA said Starship will fly two demonstration missions, one uncrewed test mission to the lunar surface and another mission carrying humans by around 2024. NASA has executed a flawed acquisition for the human landing system program and moved the goalposts at the last minute. Blue Origin said in a statement released on Monday calling NASA's decision high risk. So anyway, this goes on and on. And then Elon Musk would, yes, put out kind of a, a little crude tweet, a little shots fired at Jeff Bezos. But this is interesting. Um, number one, here's where I'm at personally. I at oftentimes think that the moon landing 
um, was fake. Okay. I, 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 I mostly believe it's real, but I asked this question. Why have we not been back to the moon yet? Why? When did, I mean, Hey Alexa, when did we land on the moon? On July 21st, 1969. 19th. Okay. She's talking to me now and Alexa, cause I don't have phone call pop Greg Walden. Okay. We, she's going to keep talking. Uh, we landed on the moon in 1969. It's 2021. How have we not been back to the moon yet? with all the technology that we have, the cell phones. Okay. That's way too long. That's fifth. That's over a half century since we have been to the moon. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on. I want to know if that was really real or not. And yes, I want to go back to the moon. So shout out to SpaceX um, for getting the contract <laughs> and uh, going to make it back to the moon. So I think that's interesting. But this will be just the next decade, this battle between Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk is going to heat up because that's the next frontier of business and money uh, is, is space. It really is. So we'll see what happens over there, guys. So who are you? Are you on the Jeff Bezos side or are you on the Elon Musk side? I think you know where I myself land. And on interesting note, I did help Funko Pop Greg Walden put up his uh, internet, his, what is that? I'm uh, forgetting what the name of that, the Elon Musk uh, internet with the satellites going around this um, the, the planet. <laughs> anyway, I forgot what that is. So anyway, he got... Uh, that internet going up the, the other day. I still got to ask him. I know he got internet service and it was working, but we'll see how that works out. Okay. Well, enough of that. I kind of went on some, some tangents there today, guys. Sorry. I mean, I just had to, I had to release my emotions with the modern Christian dudes. Okay. I had to let it out. So thank you for that guys. Thank you for letting me express myself here today. I'm all alone and don't have any accountability and no one to keep me in check. So I just, I just went off. Okay. That's what happens. All right. Here we go. I want to do want to get into some spiritual talk today. And I have been preaching and teaching a series on observations of prayer. I basically am going through 100 different Bible verses on prayer and then pulling observations in consistent or, you know, these thematic themes that we keep reoccurring, that keep reoccurring over and over again in the Bible regarding prayer and the application of that into our own prayer life. All right. So one thing that I notice is persistency, that prayer is a lot of times ask, seek, knock, search, uh, the persistent widow, the lost coin, that, that, that this pursuit of prayer, it requires perseverance and a not giving up that we have to keep doing it over and over again. It's, you know, very, um, it, it seems to be very, it doesn't happen very often where we just, we initially, we pray once about one thing, boom, God just instantly answers it. And then we can move on. Have you noticed that, that life is not like that. It's not like we can just uh, wave a magic wand, say one prayer, but it, the majority of the things that we walk through that we're interacting with cause us to be persistent in prayer. That is, we have to pray about it more than one time, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm very general. I mean, Lord, help our church just grow really big. And then next Sunday, just magically 200 more people walk in the church, hundred more people walk in the church, you know, or something like that, you know, God, uh, we need a new building or we need to remodel or whatever it might be. And the moment I say that prayer, man, instantly I go to gracepointag.org and I realize that someone gave an online donation of $200,000. You know, it's, very, very rarely do those things um, occur, but prayer is something that requires persistent 
and consistency in our lives. So I found this illustration in regards to that, that I thought was very interesting. The title says, meet the man who has broken 129 Guinness records after just four years. Some people may only dream of holding at least one Guinness world record, but 34-year-old 34 David Rush um, has gone well beyond that. He holds uh, the official Guinness crown for, okay, listen to this. I love Guinness. Who comes up with this? He holds the official Guinness crown for farthest tortilla thrown, 54 feet, five inches. He also holds a record for fastest half marathon while skipping. <laughs> uh, he's an MIT graduate, so he's a nerd. Um, <laughs> he works in the tech industry. And this article is just so interesting. It keeps going on and on about all these random records that uh, he had set. But what happened is that he wanted to break a particular record, and he had an injury. And he talked about when he uh, got injured, that, that uh, it was really defeating for him. And what, you know, if, do, do I just give up? But instead of wasting time and whining, he changed his mindset and chose to attempt world records for, for other things, you know? So uh, one was his time was six minutes and 34 seconds without uh, drop, uh, dropping a ball juggling. He started to do a lot of juggling and all these other things. So anyway, instead of, you know, quitting or giving up because he failed at breaking the one record, and you can look this up, David Rush. He has a YouTube channel like I watched today. <laughs> he set the Guinness Book of World Records for longest object balancing an object on his nose for the longest period of time. It had to be two plus pounds. And he put a hoe, a garden hoe, on, balanced it on his, his nose for one hour and 41 minutes. That's another one of his world records. But his whole life story is, yes, he's kind of this nerdy, quirky dude who's doing all of these Guinness Book of World Records that none of us are ever going to waste time trying to do. But the issue was, is he initially set out to do this, this record, Guinness record. He failed because of an injury. But instead of, let, although he felt defeated, he didn't let that defeat him. He said, I'm going to keep pursuing. I'm going to find a different avenue, a different way to set a Guinness World Record. And now he would go on to establish in hold 129 Guinness records. Just amazing. His, his persistency, his unwillingness to give up. And this is the spirit um, that, that God puts inside of us as men. And, and I, this is the spirit I hope that God puts inside of us as spiritual men, that we are in, most, in our spiritual life, in prayer, and specifically in prayer, I'm talking about it in prayer, that we have this persistent spirit that we are not going to give up in prayer. We're not going to give up in all the areas that, that God has called us to be men of God in. Uh, we're not going to give up as husbands. We're not going to give up as fathers. We're not going to give up as spiritual leaders. We're not going to give up in our job and our workplace. We're not going to, we are not going to give up in prayer. You know, we're not going to surrender, but we are going to be consistent and persistent and unwilling to waver in these categories and these areas in our lives. So modern Christian dudes, I'm coming at you today. Um, instead of just settling, you know, I guess I, let me bring a full circle as I was whining about Buffalo Wild Wings. I just feel like they've kind of settled, you know, <laughs> that they're, hey, we need to up our game here, guys. Let's get our service better. Let's get this. Um, they're not doing that. But 
man, I'm, I'm calling you out modern Christian dudes today. And we do this on every episode because we love each other and we're, we're stirring, we're sharpening each other. We're trying to encourage one another as modern Christian dudes, but I'm just calling, I'm just calling you out and shouting out to the modern Christian dudes to say, guys, come on, let's be persistent. Let's be consistent. Let's not give up. Let's not waver. Let's just be men of God that get after it and refuse to relent to this culture and things that are happening. Amen. So guys, God bless you today. It's just Jeremiah Johnson, Funko Pop, Greg Walden. We'll be back. I promise you that and we'll uh, get together. So, hey guys, thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.